Hello everyone. So continuing the devotional on when people pray, unlocking a passionate prayer life. This is day three. And our focus for day three is choosing a dedicated time. Uh, in this study, we're actually looking at 10 keys that improve our prayer life. So key number three is choosing a dedicated time. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. There is a right time for everything, a time to walk, a time to play, a time to pray. Find the right time for daily devotions with God and fight to keep it. You know, walk towards sustaining it. What would it look like if you maximized your day by making time to pray before it begins? Could you capitalize on your commute by praying then? You know, so that's the time you go to walk. Could you pray whilst your children are sleeping? But my personal suggestion is have a time when you can focus. Praying when you're commuting is, is okay, but it's not effective enough. You need a time when the noise around you is uh, not existing, where your spirit man can be quiet, where you can actually focus and you can allow the presence of God into your spirit and you can hear God. It says prayer softens your heart and awakens your conscience. Prayer does not only do that. Prayer brings in the Holy Spirit into your personal space. Prayer opens up your spiritual eyes. Prayer sensitizes your mind. Prayer brings God into your personal space. Prayer takes out, you know, the functionalities of the devil. Prayer brings down the capacity of the flesh. Prayer elevates the capacity of the spirit. Prayer brings about, you know, um, it energizes you and increases your capacity to be able to fulfill God's intention through your life. Why? Because prayer changes you. Prayer improves you. Prayer makes you more like Jesus Christ and increases your God capacity above your man capacity to be able to live to the glory of God and then uh, gain skill, spiritual skill and capacity to be able to do God's desire. Key number four is choose a dedicated place. And this is actually very important. There is incubation in the spirit and there is a, there is a need for, quote unquote, an altar. So it says here, you have the ability to minimize your distractions by strategically choosing a, de a dedicated place for your time of prayer. Choose your bedroom, your office, your living room, your backyard, your car, a park, mountain, a mountain area, or your generous neighbor's not hot tub <laughs> while they are work. That's funny though, but you know, basically a private place to pray. The Bible shows that, you know, Jesus had a practice of always going to the mountain, you know, going away from noise, from activity, from anything that would distract him long before it is day to spend time in the presence of God. And that was something Jesus was extremely committed to. The scripture shows that clearly every single day of his life till the day he departed the earth, he went to pray. That shows you how serious and critical praying is and spending time in the presence of God is. Why? Because it gives you an opportunity to ascend beyond the realm of the sense, bring down the capacity of the flesh, align with God in the spirit, hear from the Lord. Even the Holy Spirit has the opportunity to reveal things to you, you know, to, to take you into the realm of visions and show you your day. Jesus always knew what to expect in the day ahead of the day. Jesus was always prepared for the day. In short, for anything he needed to deal with in the day, he has already dealt with it in the place of prayer. The manifestations were just, you know, what we see in the physical. Uh, that means even that certain things that would have happened in the day that were in the negative, he has already canceled most of them or canceled them in the spirit at the time of prayer. So prayer is 
a, a massive resource that you cannot you cannot downplay. You cannot even uh, it cannot be overemphasized the value of prayer. Matthew six six reveals Jesus's heart for us concerning prayer. It says, "But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is in heaven or who is unseen." Then your father, who who sees what is done in the secret, will reward you openly. So where do you go for your daily prayers? If you don't have one, consider this. You know, consider it and plan and plan an effective prayer strategy. So we're gonna read a few scriptures. The first is Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one. It says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. So for effectiveness, you must have a prayer life and you must have a prayer time and you must have a prayer place. Matthew 6 verse 6. I can tell you that any place you stay praying always accumulates the anointing. The presence of God sits in that place because you bring in God every day. Remember, God is a spirit and those who worship him in spirit and even who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And wherever you bring him, his presence begins to domicile in that place. That's why when we pick up a building and we dedicate it and anoint it for church purposes, you find that any time when people come there to pray, through dedication, we use words and we invest in the spirit upon that very building and we dedicate the altar to the worship of the living God. Every time people come to play in the pray in that place, the presence of God comes up. Every time you, you lift up your voice in that place, because an altar, a spiritual altar, has been built in that place. You can build a spiritual altar in your home or anywhere you choose to make a prayer place. But I would say your home is of great value. If where you walk also build an altar. It says Matthew 6 verse 6, but when... Or you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is, who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home and in his upper room, with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since the early days. I would say something to you. Prayer also gives us grace and capacity even in the face of affliction. You know that the intention of these guys, this is a story about Daniel and you know the, the other uh principal chiefs of of uh of the kings of his time who did not want him to uh be able to pray unto his god they were looking for something to use in nailing daniel and the only thing they could find was you know that which would affect his worship of god and so they raised that up and they got a decree and got it signed you know from the government of the day from the king of the day against being able to pray to your god for 30 days and daniel went to his home went by his window and stayed in front of his lifted the curtains up and prayed three times a day where anyone who cared to see could see him <clears throat> now i will say something to you the power of prayer is so effective. Anything you do not deal with in the place of prayer has capacity to come back and bite you. You know, um, when you avoid dealing with an issue because you feel it is scary or it is confrontational, that issue does not go away because you're keeping quiet. That issue does not go away because you're not dealing with it. That issue is there. In short, it is growing into a monster. So the earlier you deal with it, the better, the earlier you deal with it, the better for you. And that is what Daniel did in the place of prayer. So even though the issue escalated to the point of even him having to be dumped in the lion's den, he had done everything in the spirit that was going to protect him. He had prepared 
everything in the spirit that was going to protect him. And you see, when the time came, the Lord arose and preserved him. When God, uh, you know, God arose and preserved him, there was nothing, the arm of the flesh, the weapons of their warfare was not able to destroy him. Because if Daniel did not take his time to pray, he has already destroyed or he had already he has already sold himself for cheap because those people were still they will still find something against him and worst case scenario he will be functioning from a position of disadvantage why because he had let go of the thing that he will protect him in the name of fear so fear does not save fear does not protect fear does not bring solutions fear destroys if there is anything you need at any time in the times of confusion times of darkness times of hardship all you need is to pray. And if somebody is threatening you about that thing that's supposed to protect you, at just hold on even more tenaciously. There is a reason Satan always fights your spiritual life because that spiritual life is fighting is what will keep you. That prayer he doesn't want you to pray is what will preserve you. If you don't pray, he has already planned a destruction, you know, plan. He has a, he already has a destruction agenda for you. So you're running away from praying or protect or doing, you know, going into the spirit to pay the price. Is you empowering him to finish you. If you think he will leave you alone because you're not praying, he will not do nothing like that. He won't leave you alone. In short, you have empowered him to overcome you, to win you in that game. And that's something you can do. The Bible says we should not be ignorant of the devices and the strategies of Satan. So do not be ignorant at all. God bless you as you hear this. The Holy Spirit give us strength. May the Lord anoint everyone with the capacity to pray and the consistency, the discipline, the wisdom, you know, to be able to pray and pray effectively as the Lord has guided us and advised us and exemplified for us to do on earth. God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ.